Good afternoon. You are welcome to this service. Let's begin to appreciate the name of the Lord. Let's give him praise. Let's give him honor. Let's give him adoration. For he is good and his mercy endureth forever. The Bible said, with him all things are possible. With him all things are achievable. Let's appreciate him for the gift of life. Bless him, O God, for the privilege to be able to be among the living, even for yesterday's service. It has been by his mercy that it has come to manifestation. It has been by his mercy that we are not consumed. Let's just appreciate him, appreciate him for that beautiful encounter yesterday. Appreciate him, give him glory, give him honor, the author and the finisher of our faith, the beginning and the ending, the first and the last, the mighty man in battle, Atofishi Ogunro, Banik Bani, Ologo Tidon, Ologo Imole, Emini Tinje, Emini, Emini Mashiberu. Daddy, we bless your name right now. Father, we bless your name right now. As a bless the name of the Lord, ask God for open heaven unto this service. That Daddy Lord, as we gather once again in your presence today, Daddy, let the heaven open. Let the heavens open. The Bible says no man can receive of the Lord except the heaven is open. As I come before your throne of grace today, Daddy, please let my heaven be open. Let my soul be imparted. Let the every member on this platform let them have an encounter and so commit the uh, the speaker of today into god's hands that he, she will not see herself but she will see god everyone will see god the lord will speak through her in the name of jesus into this service i appreciate god for what he's going to do father we are grateful even for the convener daddy lord will bless your name for every member we say be thou exalted let your name be glorified is there anything that might want to be an hindrance to any one of us into this service? We nullify with the blood of Jesus. We welcome the presence of God into our midst. Our gathering is unto his name, not in vain, not in shame, not in disgrace. Father, we bless you. Glory be to your name. Blessed be your holy name. We ask that this service is open in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the holy spirit so shall it be it is done it is settled for in jesus mighty name have we prayed can someone give the lord a shout amen Serving, you deserve it. 
My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. Heaven and earth adore you. Angels bow before you. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. Heaven and earth adore you. Angels bow before you. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. Thank you, Lord. 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 We pray that as we continue, even in this meeting, that the Lord will meet us at the point of our needs and speak to us by himself in Jesus' name. For in Jesus' mighty and precious name, we have worshipped. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. We want to thank God for bringing us into his presence again this afternoon. I want to thank every one of us that have made it a point of duty to be in his presence at his feet to learn of him. The best place that you can be is at the feet of Jesus. David said, I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to be somewhere else. Thank the Lord that you are here today, and I know that God is set to meet with you. Your life and my life will not be the same again. There will be a turnaround, a transformation in our life and in our destiny in the name of Jesus Christ. We are continuing again today on this summit when a woman is called. And I know it's because you are called, that's why you are here. If you are not called, you will not be on this platform. Appreciate God for his calling upon our life. All the delegates from all across the nations. We have 11 nations represented here today. It's humbling having you. We are not taking this for granted at all. It's a real privilege to be an ambassador of the heritage of God. And we thank the Lord for bringing you to this platform. We know the same God that brought you. He will infuse his seed into our life in the name of Jesus Christ. At the end of this meeting, I promise you that our generation will be glad that we are still here. I need us to know we are the only hope of this generation and we are the one God is waiting for. Get set, get prepared, and the Lord bless you richly in Jesus' name. Amen. God has given an assignment i have a mandate and i'm gonna run with it if you have a mandate let me hear you sing it now god has given an assignment i have a mandate and i'm gonna run with it he sent me to the captives he sent me to the vulnerable god has given an assignment i have
to the unrich. I'm healing homes that are broken. God has given an assignment. I have a mandate and I'm gonna run with it. Praise the Lord, everybody. My name is Latasha and I'm in from the US. And I wanted to read, uh, I think about five verses, scriptures here, in the book of Matthew. And I'm going to be reading from Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. And it reads, But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And then... I'm going to go into chapter 7, verse 7 and 8. And it reads, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it will be. It shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, it, receive it. And he that seeketh, it, find it. And to him that knocketh, it, it shall be opened. And I'm going to also go into, hold on here, Matthew chapter 18, verse 19 and 20. Matthew chapter 18, verse 19 and 20. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. You know what? There was another verse. I must have skipped it. Let me make sure. Because I remember now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hold on. Hopefully I didn't miss it. Hold on. Let me look. Let me see something. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I misplaced the um, scripture I was looking at. But nevertheless, we will stand on the word. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. We thank you, Father God, for this day. We thank you for our life, our health, and our strength. We thank you for just giving us life, giving us breath of life, giving, being the bread of life. Amen. We thank you, oh Father God. Hallelujah for your word in the name of Jesus. We thank you, O oh Heavenly Father. Forgive us of our sins, known and unknown, O oh Heavenly Father. We thank you for this blessed, beautiful day, this blessed, beautiful afternoon, this blessed, beautiful evening, this blessed, beautiful night. Amen. Wherever you are, amen. Hallelujah. In the world, amen. We thank you, God. We glorify you. We magnify you. We lift up your holy name, O oh Heavenly Father. O oh Father God, we come before you today. Praying for the nations, every nation on this platform, every nation in the world. Amen. Nigeria, hallelujah. K 
Kenya, hallelujah, the U.S., Europe, Canada, Mexico, um, Chad, uh, hallelujah, Sierra Leone, hallelujah, and any place, any country in Africa that I miss, South Africa, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. All countries on this platform and outside of this platform, in the name of Jesus, we're praying for the nations, oh, Father God. And all these women on this platform that represent these nations, we're praying for their strength, oh, Father God. We're praying, oh, Father God, for grace, hallelujah, hallelujah, for them to finish their assignment, oh, Father God, to do the will of God, to do your will, oh, Father God. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. We need you, God. We glorify you, O Heavenly Father. We praise you, one true living God. In the name of Jesus, we glorify you on today. We magnify you, hallelujah. We need grace to finish the race. We need grace, O Father God, to do your will, O Father God, to finish our assignments. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To be good stewards. Hallelujah. To be good wives, good ministry leaders, good mothers, good um, um, friends, daughters, um, aunts. Oh, Father God, we need the grace, oh, Father God. We need wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, oh, Father God, of your will, your way, oh, Father God, and your ways. Oh, Father God, hallelujah. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, whatever your will for our life, oh, Father God, imparted into us today. Father God, whatever your desires for our life imparted into us today, hallelujah. We want to be pleasing in your sight, oh, Father God, hallelujah. Let us be bold as serpents and harmless as doves, as the word of God says, in the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. Oh, Father God, in every nation, oh, Father God, strengthen every woman, oh, Father God, every young lady, oh, Father God, every girl. Hallelujah. To have the grace to do their assignment, have the grace to finish their assignment, oh, Father God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, no satanic attack. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are covered in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, hallelujah, hallelujah. You're the one true living God, hallelujah. We serve you, we honor you, hallelujah. We lift up your holy name, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're a wonderful, hallelujah, a wonderful counselor, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for power and authority. Hallelujah. To be bold. Hallelujah. As lions. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have grace to finish the race. We have grace to finish our assignments. We have grace to finish our mandates. Hallelujah, to fulfill the mandate, hallelujah, that is on our life, to finish our destiny. We have grace in the name of Jesus. We are empowered by the Holy Ghost. We are empowered by the Holy Spirit to 
finish the race. Hallelujah. We have grace to finish the race. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. I declare and decree this day. Hallelujah. That nothing shall stop you. Hallelujah. From your assignment. Hallelujah. I declare and decree, oh Father God. Hallelujah. That no woman that is represented on this platform, no nation that is represented on this platform and outside of this platform shall fail at her assignment. Hallelujah. With God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. With God, all things are possible. God is more than able. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think of according to the power that working in us. Amen. Hallelujah. I declare and decree. Hallelujah. The enemy must cease and desist. Hallelujah. By the blood of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Every sin, every satanic power. Hallelujah. That is trying to stop us. Any anybody on this platform and anybody that is connected to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Their assignments are canceled in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Their plans are destroyed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Nothing shall stop us from doing the will of God. Nothing shall stop us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Have a blessed night wherever you are in the world. Hallelujah. It is morning. Hallelujah. Here. Have a blessed day. I mean, evening. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And if you're in America, have a blessed afternoon, morning. Hallelujah. In Canada, wherever you are, hallelujah. Have a blessed one. Take care. Much love. Peace. Praise God. Praise God again. I'm Scholastica from Kenya. I would like to share my testimony about my life through the Bora generation. It has really changed my life and made me a better person. First of all, I want to appreciate Jesus for what he, he has done in my life through the Bora generation. My life is never the same again. Since I joined that group, my life has never been the same again. And I knew the Bora generation through a friend of mine called Margaret. She sent me a WhatsApp link and I joined that group. When I joined that group, I found out something different. It was about prayers and when I joined that group, another link was added in that platform again for prayers again, a night of glory. And I, I left the group first of all because the group, the group settings was just allowing only admins to post prayers and everything there. But I thank God because of Pastor Bumi, Mami Bumi on, on holiday. She inboxed me and told me, what, why have you gone? And I told her that I left the group because I'm unable to post anything in that group. But she 
spoke to me and I joined the group again. And when I joined the group, that was in February this year, I want to say God has been on my side. I want to appreciate God because everything has been happening good for me. I had a lot of challenges in life. My life was not moving on well. I remember the first day I told Mami Bumi to pray for me about the birth certificate of my daughter that was missing. The birth certificate of my daughter was missing and that thing happened again to my son when he was doing his class 8 examination. And the same thing happened again to my daughter that the birth certificate was missing and the teachers were telling me that they will not allow my daughter to do exam without that birth certificate. And I was very depressed. I told Mommy Bumi, please pray for me. And she prayed for me. After sometimes, after something like two to three days, I received a call from the school administration that they found out the, the birth certificate. I told God, thank you. And I saw, you see, this group is, is really working in my life for good. So, I, res I, I had a lot of challenges in life by that time. Things were not going on well for me. Business, uh, the, my business was not working. My life was just astray. I didn't knew about God more than I knew right now. I couldn't even pray. I had a problem. I could even sleep the whole day and sleep again at night. I'm at work, but I just sleep. So. I, res I, I had a lot of challenges in life by that time. Things were not going on well for me. Business, uh, the, my business was not working. My life was just astray. I didn't know about God more than I knew right now. I couldn't even pray. I had a problem. I could even sleep the whole day and sleep again at night. I'm at work, but I just sleep. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let me just worship God with a song that the Lord has just dropped in my spirit. Join me in lifting up Jehovah for your glory, for your glory, for your glory. Let it be for your glory. For your glory, for your glory, for your glory, let it be for your glory. When a woman is called, I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's indeed a great privilege and honor to be a part of what God is doing in this hour through the Deborah Generation International Platform. I'm particularly grateful to the servant of God, Pastor Bonmi, for the honor and opportunity to minister to you here, servants of the Most High God. I say thank you. And may there be a performance of all that the Lord has laid in your spirit through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, our sermon topic is when a woman is called. The subtopic, 
marrying marriage and calling now reverend yesterday thoroughly equipped us yesterday through the story of mary and joseph how a woman is called that as women we must give birth to destinies that the call to motherhood is a ministry on its own that god empowers all he calls and much much more allow me to bring it closer home today by first sharing my very own testimony of how God called me and how I answered the call. My salvation. Before my conversion, I was living, uh, and even before I go there, let me just say that um, I have a number of scriptures that I would like us to look at in this session. Uh, in this section of my salvation, I have 1 John 5, 11 to 13. I have 2 Corinthians 5, 17 to 21. I have Luke 16, 1 to 13. There is James 1, 5 to 8. Then there's Matthew 22, 37 to 39. Philippians 4, 19. And then Matthew 22, verse 14. Amen. Yes, so um, allow me to to read the book of uh, first john first john chapter 5 verse 11 and 12 it says and this is the testimony that god has given us eternal life and this life is in his son he who has the son has life he who does not have the son of god does not have life Hallelujah. So I'm talking about, um, to help us, to, to help put things in context, I'm beginning with the story about my salvation. My salvation. Before my conversion, I was living with a sponsor. Back in the days, they were known as sugar daddy and sugar mommies. But nowadays, they're called sponsors. So before my conversion, I was living with a sponsor the good life in quotes of sin thinking myself a christian while i wasn't uh -huh. it was a year after completing my a levels when two gentlemen one day rang the doorbell to my sponsor's house where i was staying at the time and i ushered them in i discovered that one of them was a pastor and together they were doing door-to-door -door evangelism because they had just planted a church in that area. Something they told me which sent me to my knees, tears rolling down my cheeks, was that without Christ Jesus, I was dead. I was like a stone on the ground, which doesn't possess the wisdom to act. When rain pours, it doesn't seek shelter. Humans abuse it by using it to clean mud off their feet and off their shoes. Animals ease themselves anywhere, even on the stones. And these stones are dead and cannot move away in order to save themselves from the abuse. They share that only Jesus could change the trajectory of my life and give me eternal life. The scripture they shared with me is the one I've just read for us. 1 John 5, 11 to 13 that it's only in Christ 
that I get life. I was reading, living with this sponsor because my dad had died. And my mom was taking care of the many children. I come from a big family, family of 21. And my mom had been, was widowed. And she was taking care of these many other children in the village. So I decided that since there was someone that was willing to take care of me, I was going to stay with him and whatever he wanted, I was willing to give it. Uh-huh. So these men of God, they're in our house and uh, the house of the sponsor where I was living. And when they shared that scripture, something clicked in me. That day, they laid their hands on me. I fell on my knees and prayed. They prayed for me to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior of my life. I got born again. Hallelujah. There's somewhere I am going with this. After that, all hell broke loose for me. Remember, I was living with a sponsor who had certain expectations of me. The battle after my salvation was that of trying to live out the word of God versus playing the part of a mistress. He took me to college. And after a few semesters, he decided that I was a wife project and demanded that I be married off to him as a teen wife since he had invested so much in me. I was much troubled, and I lacked peace. After some time, I realized that it was a life of sin that needed to stop, since Christ had already taken residence in my heart. <coughs> Hallelujah, child of God. I'd become a new creation according to 2 Corinthians 5, 17, verse 21, that says that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed. And here I was, I got born again. And I was asked, the more I read my Bible, the more I was troubled. The more I kept reading my Bible, the more I wanted to leave that place. I wondered how life would be after leaving my sponsor's house and where I would go since my mom already had her hands full in the village. One day I woke up, decided I had to act quickly, wrote a letter, left it for him on the bed i hurriedly went to the bus stop where i took a bus to nairobi and started life afresh i joined a church i joined a certain church i joined a certain church in nairobi and started serving as an usher working out my salvation with fear and it wasn't easy but i had to take action because I realized that I wasn't going to succeed at serving two masters. Look, 16, 1 to 13. We may not read it here, but please put it on the wall for people to see. Luke 16, 1 to 13 says, we cannot serve two masters. I had to make a decision. I had to choose to follow Christ fully. And I've never regretted my decision. Many of you here today are finding yourselves in this same crossroads to obey God and surrender all or to get a taste of both worlds. James 1 verse 5 says that a double-minded man cannot receive anything from the Lord. A double-minded man cannot receive anything from the Lord. You cannot belong to the two worlds. There are only two kingdoms here. The kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. So you have to choose one. You cannot belong to both. It's like being lukewarm. Where we are warned as the church about being lukewarm. 
We are either hot or cold for Christ. We are either pursuing God or pursuing the devil. Hallelujah. God demands and deserves our total devotion. Total and complete commitment to his cause. That we find in Matthew 22, 37 and 39. Where Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Eh? You either belong to God or you don't. You're either serving God or you're not. You're either choosing the call or you're not. You cannot be in between. And this is not the time to be in between. Children of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise Jesus. Like Reverend Ajitunobi said yesterday, whoever God calls, he also empowers. Whatever your needs are for the assignment, the Lord has provided. Many of us give ourselves reasons as to why we still want to be a part of the world. Because, and I gave myself these reasons. I'm with him because, you know, my mom has no money and uh, she's, uh, she, he's helping my siblings. He's taking them to school. He's, he's buying my mom food. I mean, the devil gives us all these reasons as to why we, can, we need to linger in sin, as to why we should not totally submit and surrender to God. Reject him. Resist him. The Bible says, resist the devil and he shall flee from you. Matebo salakatea. Hallelujah. Yes. And God promises us provision in whatever area of our lives. I mean, if you can just decide to make up your mind that God, I'm with you. Come rain, come sunshine. You will not be disappointed, child of God. You will not be disappointed, servant of the most high God. Make ye your mind this day. A double-minded person, a double-minded man will not receive anything from the Lord. Philippians 4.19, do not compromise and sabotage your own destiny. It is bigger and greater than you can imagine. It is bigger and greater than you can imagine. And other destinies are pegged on yours. Yes, it is not just for you. Jesus just didn't just die for himself. He died for the world, the sins of the world, that we all may be saved. The call upon your life is not for your children only. The call upon your life is for generations. The call upon your life is for many destinies. My sister, choose to stand. Choose to stand. Choose to stand and having done all to still be found standing. Praise the name of the Lord. So will you about God's purpose? Will you about his vision? Because he has called you. The Bible says in Matthew 22, 14, For many are called, but few are chosen. For many are called. But few are chosen. Will you be among the few? 
that are chosen. Will you be among the few that will say, yes, Lord? Many are called. You are called. If you are doubting whether the Lord has called you, I want you to know this right now. You have been called by God. You have been called by God. Will you answer the call in the name of Jesus? That comes from Matthew 22, 14. And if you say yes, then you will be able to agree with the likes of Paul. Who said, so then, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the vision from heaven. Yeah? I was not disobedient to the vision from heaven. That's in Acts 26 verse 19. Paul was called. He was answering his opponents. And I love Paul because he served God in his generation, in his time. And when it was time for him to go back home, he said, now I'm ready. Now I'm exiting. Hey, wouldn't it be so good to exit the way Paul exited the earth? Having emptied himself. That is my prayer for you tonight. That you will not just exit and people wonder what you did. You will exit having accomplished the call of God upon your life. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So I shared all this to help you know where I'm coming from. Like Rahab, left at the mercy of man, we would never qualify for this noble task. But God, my Redeemer, Sanctifier, Deliverer, chose me to be a vessel to the nations. Hallelujah. God chose me and you. To be vessels to the nations, not just vessels of clay. He says, if one will sanctify themselves, then they'll be a vessel unto honor. Hallelujah. For many are called. But few are chosen. Will you be among the few that are chosen? Will you be among the few that will say, yes, Lord? Many are called. You are called. If you are doubting whether the Lord has called you, I want you to know this right now. You have been called by God. You have been called by God. Will you answer the call in the name of Jesus? That comes from Matthew twenty-two fourteen. And if you say yes, then you will be able to agree with the likes of Paul, who said, So then, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the vision from heaven. Yeah? I was not disobedient to the vision from heaven. That's in Acts 26 verse 19. Paul was called. He was answering his opponents. And I love Paul because he served God in his generation, in his time. And when it was time for him to go back home, he said, now I'm ready. Now I'm exiting. Hey, wouldn't it be so good to exit the way Paul exited the earth? Having emptied himself. That is my prayer for you tonight. That you will not just exit and people wonder what you did. 
you will exit having accomplished the call of God upon your life. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So I shared all this to help you know where I'm coming from. Like Rahab left at the mercy of man, we would never qualify for this noble task. But God, my Redeemer, Sanctifier, Deliverer, chose me to be a vessel to the nations. Hallelujah. God chose me and you to be vessels to the nations, not just vessels of clay. He says, if one will sanctify themselves, then they'll be a vessel unto honor. Kiba si kayarabakanta. Zibrege dele mesotori alabakantari abozaya. Mashonde brege Hallelujah. Praises. Praises unto the Most High God. Now, let me talk about my calling. After my conversion, I was still living with my sponsor, but really searching for God. After I got saved, the pastor, I remember, told me, read your Bible, pray every day, and, and pray Jeremiah 29, 11, and 12. So that was my assignment. I kept praying Jeremiah 29, 11, and 12. And uh, so I, I was really after God. So one day, I saw an advert on the papers about a conference in Nairobi, and I attended it. While, th while there, God spoke to me to start worshiping him. And that you begin to do great and mighty things in my life. So, I'd learned this song during the conference. Be magnified, O oh Lord. You were highly exalted. And there is nothing you can't do, O oh Lord. My eyes are on you. Be magnified, O oh Lord. Be magnified. So as God told me to start worshipping him and that he would begin to do great and mighty things in my life during the conference, and since I'd learned this song, when I went back home, I locked myself in a room. I knew the power of the Rema word of God, of the prophetic word of God. When I went back home after the conference, I locked myself in a room where I lay prostrate and decided to worship God with my new song. God did call me three times like he did for Samuel in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 1 to 21. And I would like for us to read 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 1 to 21. It says, Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. And it came to pass at that time, while Eli was lying down in his place, and when his eyes had begun to grow, so dim that he could not see. And before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord, where the ark of God was, and while Samuel was lying down, that the Lord called Samuel. And he answered, Here I am. So he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. And he said, I did not call you. 
lie down again. And he went and lay down. Then the Lord called yet again, Samuel. So Samuel rose or arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. He answered, I did not call you, my son. Lie down again. Verse 7. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. He did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again. The third time, so he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, Kadabo Shekiah, for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Verse 9, Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if he calls you, that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in the palace. Now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, speak for your servant hears. Then the Lord said to Samuel, behold, I will do something in Israel at which both ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. In that day, I will perform against Eli, Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. Fast forward into marriage. That was about my call. Now marrying it with marriage. I, I remember that. <laughs> my husband was revealed to me after a three-day prayer and fasting experience. <laughs> there are things that can only be revealed to you when you're intimate with the Holy Spirit. In the inner circle of God. In the inner circle. Like Peter, James, and John at the transfiguration. And that we find in Matthew 17 verse 1 to 13 prioritize God in your life, child of God. That is what I'm telling you now. As I marry calling and, mar and marriage. Number one, prioritize God in your life. John 3.30 says, and this cuts across the board to everyone, whether you are married, divorced, single, widowed, doesn't matter. You need God at the top of your list. And you need to be in tune with him at all times. In season and out of season. John 3.30 says that he may increase in me as I decrease. That is my prayer for you, child of God. That God in your life will become top priority. God in your life will become number one. Kama se that you will get to a point where nothing else matters but God. Nothing else consumes you but the inner call, the inner push, the inner unction of his spirit. Hallelujah. That your food will be what Jesus said. My food is to do the will of him that called me. 
Are we together, child of God? Hallelujah. Yes, prioritize God, number one. Prioritize God in your list. He should be first in your life, in your family, in your work, in even in the calling itself. It needs God for it to be accomplished. So God ought to, ought to be first in your life, then your family, then the ministry, and then everything else can follow after that. So, my husband was revealed to me after a three-day prayer and fasting. He used to pursue me, but uh, I, I didn't really, I was not asking God for a, for, a, for a husband. That time I was busy preaching the gospel. And by the way, he, he, it was almost like he was a nuisance. I used to wonder, why does this boy keep coming here eh, to our offices, mission offices? I was working for a mission uh, organization. And he would come and just sit there and join our meetings. He would join us for mi missions. Uh, he would uh, help uh, teach us kids. So we would actually even go for missions with him. And, and I loved that about him. I loved, I, I would see God, but... I wasn't asking God for a husband. I was busy doing missions. Be busy with the busyness of God. Get busy. If you're single, get busy serving God. He's a faithful master. I can tell you. I can mark his, his word is his bond. He's faithful. What he says, he does. Serve God when you're still young to the unmarried. He will not leave you without a spouse, a good spouse, a godly spouse. And if you're already married, oh, my dear sister, it is so sweet to even rely more on God. The married keep running helter-skelter looking for people to answer their questions. They're having challenges. They're wondering, where will we find answers? The answers are in God. Spend time fellowshipping with God in his word. Study, pray, fast. Meditate on the scriptures. Worship with music. Reading yourself as a vessel and to honor. Verse 13. For I have told him that I will judge his house forever. For the iniquity which he knows. Because his sons made themselves vile. And he did not restrain them. And therefore... I have sworn to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be stoned for by sacrifice or offering forever. So Samuel lay down until morning and opened the doors of the house of the Lord. And Samuel was afraid to tell Eli the vision. Then Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. He answered, here I am, verse 17. And he said, what is the word that the Lord spoke to you? Please do not hide it from me. God do so to you, and more also, if you hide anything from me of all the things that he said to you. Then Samuel told him, verse 18, everything, Samuel, then Samuel told him everything and hid nothing from him. And he said, it is the Lord, let him do what seems good to him. Verse 19, so Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and let none of his words fall to the ground. And all Israel, from Dan to Bathsheba, knew that Samuel had been established as a prophet of the Lord. Then the Lord appeared again in Shiloh. For the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh 
by the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm talking about my calling, brethren. So here I am locked up in this room. I am so excited about the new song that I learned at the conference. Be magnified, O Lord. I am lying prostrate on the floor. I am seeking the Lord. I am worshipping the Lord. Remember the Rema word that came? If you will begin to worship me, I'll begin to do great and mighty things in your life. Hallelujah. So like Samuel, the Lord called me three times as I was lying down on the floor. As I was in deep worship, I heard somebody call my name softly, merely. I got up. I looked around. There was no one. I was alone in that room. I unlocked the door, checked the corridors. I didn't see anybody. So I went back to continue worshipping. Continued worshipping. I continued worshipping. Then I heard again, melee, this time a little louder than the first time. And I kind of got scared. I woke up from the floor, got out. This time I didn't just check the corridor, opened the door, checked the corridor, then went outside to check who is calling my name. And yet I knew I was alone in that place. There was nobody. Then I went back, locked my door in my room and lay prostrate again and continued worshipping. Being magnified, oh Lord, and tears rolling down my cheeks. I'm just being worship in awe of who God is. And then a third time I heard, Mele, this time it was so loud. And I opened my eyes. And when I stood up, as if to go open the door, I heard a soft voice say, Remember Samuel? And right there, I knew that the Lord was calling me. And the next thing I heard was, Get a pen, get a notebook, and write. And I started writing. And wrote and wrote the instructions that he gave me. Hallelujah, child of God. Yes, he told me that he had called me to preach Jesus to the people of the earth. And I said, yes, Lord. Certain things can hinder you from hearing God's, God's voice. In the days of Samuel, the word of God was rare. There was no open vision. Samuel didn't even know the Lord. He didn't even know the word of God. Allow me to ask you, child of God. What is hindering you from hearing the voice of God? What is hindering you from saying yes to the call? What is hindering you from obeying the call of God upon your life? 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 21 to 22 says, Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Flee also youthful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. All my marital challenges, struggles, problems, I've solved on my knees with the Holy Ghost, period. For with God, Nothing will be impossible. 
all of them. All of them. There is nothing the Holy Spirit cannot solve, I'm telling you, child of God. Luke 137. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Even the toughest. You might be looking at your marriage right now and thinking, I, this one, this one will need God to come from heaven. Yes. That is the more reason why you need to be intimate with God. We can pursue the calling. If you're called to be a mother, whether you're called to be a doctor, you're called to be a janitor, you're called to be a grower, a, 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 a vendor, a, a hawker. I mean, we can do it, but only by the strength that God gives. So I want to tell you tonight. I want to tell you. Life has many pieces and parts. And it can be difficult to put all the pieces together. Putting God first is a must. He created you and designed you perfectly. But the greatest truth is that apart from him, we can do nothing. According to John 15 verse 5. Uh, apart from God, child of God, you can do nothing. Rely on God. Hold on to God. Seek God. Because your life and everything about it depends on him. Hallelujah. Our priorities are defined by how we spend our time. Time is a valuable asset and a resource that can be well invested or squandered if we aren't careful. Take a few minutes and evaluate your schedule. Evaluate your schedule. What you make time for will answer the question of what is your priority? What you make time for will answer the question of what is your priority? Are you making time? Time with God in the word and in prayer? Time with your spouse in conversation and connecting? Because after God is your spouse. Are you making time? Or you're too busy? Sunday, it's church. Um, Monday, you're here going to work. Monday to Friday, you're working. And in the evenings, you're attending different meetings. Some have gone back to school. I mean, some of us, we don't even know. The, we've forgotten the names of our children because we are too busy for life. Doing things God has not even asked us to do. Man, a prayer deliverance upon you tonight. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit of God, touch your people tonight. Deliver them from this deceptive things that the enemy has caused them to become prisoners of in the name of Jesus. Be busy with the business of God. But create time for your spouse. Time with the people in your life that matter most. Create time to reflect on what you are grateful for that God has already done. Hallelujah, child of God. The second thing is intentionality. Intentionality. You must be committed and willing to do the work required in order to see success in whatever field the Lord calls you to. You must be committed. You must be intentional. 
the word intentional can bring a sense of purpose and meaning that will guide our thoughts, words, and actions. Being intentional simply means we are focused and we are moving with purpose. The purposes of God. We believe that marriage is work. Yes, it is. It is a lot of work. Anything worth having is worth working for. Anything worth having is worth working for. Colossians 3.23 says, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. Marriage does require work. Just like fulfilling your call will require work. Will require diligence. Will require, will cost you. Being intentional with God is more than just checking the box for Sunday morning church attendance. Being intentional with our spouse is more than sleeping in the same bed together or sitting near each other on the couch watching TV to unwind from the day. No, it is much more than that. When I'm intentional in my relationship with God and spending time in the word, I am recharged daily to do the work that I've been called to do, whether I am a wife, I am a boss, I'm an employee, I am a mom, I am a friend, be it a leader. Because it's in the presence of God that we receive the equipping, we receive the unshown to go. Where will you get it? With the challenges of marriage, if you're not spending time in the presence of God, where will you get that strength, child of God, tell me? With the many struggles in our marriages today, where will the answers come from if you're not spending time with God in his presence? Hallelujah. So, in whatever field the Lord has called you to, you need him. You need the Lord. You need the Lord to, to, to fulfill it. Jesus did it. He would disappear in the evenings mostly and early mornings to go and be with his father. Separate yourself. You can't be available for everyone. You can't be everywhere. As I spend time with the creator, he gives me everything I need to share with the people around me. The glory of God will cover you when you spend time with God. It will rub off on you and you'll be able to share it with those around you and with those that he's called you to. As I'm intentional with my most important relationships, everything and everyone around me is impacted because I'm the salt of the earth. My savor spreads all around me. Hallelujah, child of God. I have a question for you. What are you making time for? What are you doing to be intentional in your relationship with God and in your relationship with your spouse? What are you making time for? Are you making time for the call of God upon your life? Are you making time for your family? What are you doing to be intentional in your relationship with God? And your relationship with your spouse. <clears throat> Number three. And the last one. 
accountability. Surround yourself with people who love you and will spur you on towards love and good deeds. Qualify those that you allow in your presence. Qualify. Don't be a jack of all trades. Don't be too available for everyone. Spend time with God. Spending time with God, God becomes your inner circle. He helps you be able to qualify people into your space. Because some people have been put there strategically by the kingdom of hell to derail you from the assignment that's upon your life. Do not allow him in Jesus' name. You will not allow him in the name of the Lord. So accountability comes through being with a community, the people around us, the people we choose to spend time with, to do life with, and share most important moments with. It shows where we are walking and, and also shows us those who will walk with us through the hard times and celebrate us in the good times. Be careful who your friends are. Be careful as a servant of God. You cannot be careless. You have to know who is in your circle. You need to have a smaller inner circle. One or two friends. I don't have many friends. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed to say that. I do not have many friends. Actually, maybe I just have one or two. And then the others are acquaintances. Because this is serious business. She, this is serious business. I have a question for you. Who are you doing life with? Because those are the people that speak into your life. They'll either encourage you, they'll either stand in the gap with you, add you on to prayer, be your intercessors. They should be your biggest fans. Surround yourselves with people who do not cause you to diminish, who do not speak down on you. People who will encourage, celebrate you, uplift you. And people who also can correct you and tell you the truth when you're missing the way. Find people who will pray with you and make you a better person. And if you have them in your life, then believe God to be the right people also for them. Hallelujah. So when we are surrounded, when we are surrendered to God, submitted to each other, and willing to intentionally invest in our marriage, love wins. When we are surrendered to God, submitted to each other, and willing to intentionally invest in our marriage, love wins. Think it over right now. What area do you need to put more focus on? What area do you need to prioritize? To be intentional about? To be accountable for? Take a look at your schedule. And block out time to connect with God and time to connect with your spouse. Create time. It will not happen automatically. You will have to create time. Draw nigh to me. I think it's in the book of James. Uh, is it James 4, 7 and 8 there? Draw nigh to me. 
and I will draw nigh to you. Set a reminder if you must on your phone. Let those alerts be an encouragement to you. Set a reminder of your the time you want to spend with God and the time that you have slotted in to spend with your spouse every day. And if you think even the, 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 the reminder will let you down, then call one of your friends and ask them to remind you, to cheer you on and hold you accountable and committed to this. So in, uh, hallelujah. In summary, God has our lives well planned out. And each piece of the puzzle fits with another. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. My father, like I shared a bit of my story, my childhood uh, wasn't that good. Uh, we didn't have material possessions or property, but we had each other because we were so many. So my father might have died early when I was young in high school, but God was still there and is still alive and he cares for you and he cares for me. He had other plans. He brought in a guardian. And even my guardian, he, he, he might have turned into an abuser. And yet, it's in his house that I met the Lord. Because it was the guardian that turned into an abuser. That now spoiled me with goodies. And he became my sponsor. And God still saw it fit to call me right inside the house of that guardian, that sponsor. It is there that I met the Lord. There's, the experiences we go through hmm, are not in vain. The experiences we go through are not a waste of time. They are for a reason. God will draw from them one day to be able to bless his own people. Hallelujah, child of God. Don't despise your today. Yeah, so through this sponsor... I went to college and also received the revelation of God's call upon my life. Don't despise your today. It is simply a stepping stone to your tomorrow. Your today might not seem like much, but God is working behind the scenes. And all you've got to do is answer the first call of an intimate relationship with him. We are first called to the Lord, to be with the Lord, to fellowship with the Lord. We are first called to a relationship then to a given vocation specific call that we are supposed to carry out for the kingdom of god jeremiah hmm. yeah so i was saying surrender surrender your life and dreams to god believe in his son jesus christ let him take care of you according to his plan and purpose for your life Jeremiah 29, 11 and 13 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me. And I will hearken unto you, and you shall seek me and find me, when you search for me with all your heart. So dear brothers and sisters, Work hard to prove that you really are among those God has called and chosen. Work hard to prove that you really 
are among those God has called and chosen. Do these things and you will never fall away. Then God will give you a grand entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That is in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 10 to 11. There's a revival of all dormant and dead callings in Jesus' name. There is a revival. I speak a revival uh, upon all dormant and dead callings in Jesus' name. Come alive now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Yes, I leave you with that. Second Peter 1, 10 to 11. Once more, thank you for your presence here tonight. God's calling over your life has just entered its next phase. Walk ye in it. Thank you, Mamoni Lude. The grace upon your life is precious. Shalom. Amen. Oh, Father, eternal rock of ages, we thank you for the wonderful message we have heard from your servants this night. It's time for us to pray. Can we just pray the prayer of commitment unto our God? What a wonderful message we have heard tonight. There is no commitment that we can make other than giving our life to Christ. You are on this platform. You have not actually aligned yourself with God through our Lord Jesus Christ by giving your heart unto him to be your Lord and Savior. That is the first commitment we need to make. You are on this platform. Can you just make that decision tonight? Yield your heart unto him. Receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. Pray that Jesus should reign over your life. I tell you, no situation, no circumstance. Just like God's servant has said, no situation is above the Lord. God is able to solve every situation, every circumstance that we may be going through that is contrary to his will. Only if we can align ourselves unto his will by giving our life unto him. Yield your heart unto the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. In the name of Jesus. Can you tell God, Lord, I yield my heart unto you. I receive grace to create time for you in the place of prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. She told us that we should be intentional. Tell God, Lord, help me to be intentional in every decision I make. Help me to be determined to serve you to the end. Help me to be determined to be diligent in my service unto you. She told us that she was committed unto going to missions. Even though it was in the course of that that she met her husband. Can you tell God, ah, receive grace. That we want to receive grace to be committed unto serving the Lord. There is nothing like total commitment unto God. Be determined and be committed to serve the Lord. And you will not lose your reward in the mighty name of Jesus. The third thing she said is accountability. You need to have an accountability partner. A mentor. Somebody you can be at accountable to. Somebody that can look into your eyes and tell you, ha, Sister, you are not doing it well. Can you tell God? Lord, give me an accountability partner. 
somebody I can look up to, the person that can be so bold to check me, to put me on check anytime I'm going astray, the person that can correct me even without looking back is my accountability partner. Can you please tell God that the Lord will give you an accountability partner in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You need such in the name of Jesus Christ. There is need for you to develop intimacy with God. Personal intimacy in the place of prayer, in the place of the study of the world, in the place of living a holy and righteous life. Can you tell God, Lord, I yield my life unto you. Sanctify me holy. Lord, I yield my heart unto you tonight. Help me, O oh God, to be fervent in the place of prayer. I receive help to be able to study the word and begin to take in the word as from this moment in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, help me. I receive help, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And it's oh mazo karaba liga goroko shika porakandaya mazo karaba legedebo senteria. Begin to make commitment as you speak in tongues. You speak in the Holy Ghost as you make commitment unto the Lord tonight. Maso karaba legedebo sontoria maya. Ma grande shika porakata grande sete. Repopo lekata grando soto malikaya. Maso kaba likata grande seteria. Yakaba ligado soto poroboke Remo kata granda satoka liba shika poraka. Now make a commitment. Esther, in the book of Esther, chapter 4, verse 16, said, if I perish and I perish, initially she did not discover her purpose, but thank God for Mordecai, her, her mentor, that the Lord used, even to push her to rise up, to fulfill her, her divine mandates in the palace as a queen. You want to pray, Lord, grant me the grace the grace I need, I need, the strength that I need to move on, to fulfill my mandate as a woman that you have called. Release that grace upon me as from this night in the name of Jesus. I don't want to remain the same again in the name of Jesus Christ. Eventually, Esther did not die. She fulfilled the purpose of God. She rose up to fulfill divine mandates. Can you tell God? Lord, I rise up tonight as a woman that you have called to fulfill divine mandates in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now make a commitment. Esther, in the book of Esther chapter 4, verse 16, said, if I perish and I perish, initially she did not discover her purpose, but thank God for Mordecai, her, her mentor, that the Lord used even to push her to rise up to fulfill our divine mandates in the palace as a queen. You want to pray, Lord, grant me the grace, the grace I need, I need, the strength that I need to move on to fulfill my mandate as a woman that you have called. Release that grace upon me as from this night in the name of Jesus. I don't want to remain the same again in the name of Jesus Christ. Eventually, Esther did not die. She fulfilled the purpose of God. She rose up to fulfill divine mandates. Can you tell God? 
Lord, I rise up tonight as a woman that you have called to fulfill divine mandates in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Look at that harlot, Rahab, the harlots. In the, in, the, in the book of Joshua chapter 2, that woman was ordinarily a written of person, a, a harlot. But she has a call of God upon her life. And she fulfilled that call by yielding herself to keep, to keep the two, these two spies that the Lord sent to, 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 the, to the land. Can you just tell God, Lord, I yield myself tonight. I yield myself tonight. I surrender myself unto tonight, O oh God, as from this moment. Let me not have rest or peace until I fulfill the mandate of God upon my life. Help me by your grace to rise up as from this moment to fulfill your call upon my life. Every woman is called. You are called to be a wife. You are called to be a mother, even to be a sister, even to somebody. You are called to be a friend to somebody. In your, in, in your secular place, in your place of work, even in the marketplace, you are called even to, to touch lives in your community where you live. Every woman is called. Can you tell God, Lord, I will not be a failure in my area of calling in the name of Jesus Christ. You have called me by your grace and by your mercy. I shall fulfill divine mandates in the name of Jesus Christ. As you pray this, let's begin to pray in the spirit as I hand over even to Pastor Bumi. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. What a word, what a time that we have had. Can we begin to, first of all, appreciate God for the grace of God upon this such woman of God? Can we begin to ask that the grace of God will be multiplied upon our life? Can we demand of the Lord that the grace of God will increase greatly upon her in the name of Jesus? Somebody lift up your voice and begin to pray. Let's demand of the Lord that God has raised that up as a voice for the nations. That our voice will not be silenced in the name of Jesus. That the power of darkness will not stop her in the name of Jesus. That the hand of the Lord will be great and be mighty upon her in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Somebody lift up your voice and begin to pray. Let's pray grace. Let's pray multiplication of grace upon her in the name of Jesus. And you, I want to the end of the law tonight and demand of the law. Have you been called? Before we even go to the calling, are you saved? You know, she shared her life story. I encounter with Jesus. Have you received salvation? Is Jesus your Lord and Savior? Or are you on this platform? You are still living a life of sin. Like she told us, she was living with a sponsor, a sugar daddy. Maybe you are living with a man that has not paid your dowry. And you are still going to church. I know that happens in churches these days. The number one thing I need to bring you into this night is that you must accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Tonight you can't continue in sin. And you will think that the hand of God will rest upon you. God never used a sinner. God make use of saints. God make use of people that have turned their back against the, against sin and have come home to him. 
Tonight, if you are under the sound of my voice and you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, the first thing is you must give your life to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I give you my life. I give you my life. I give you my life. I renounce the devil. I break the dominion of sin in the name of Jesus. I tell you, it doesn't matter what your past is. Rahab was an adult, and when when he made, she made up her mind, even to be connected and to be committed to the God of Israel, she became the great great grandmother of Jesus. Somebody under the sound of my voice today, irrespective of your back and your past and your sin, I tell you, Jesus came to die for you. He went to the cross and he was he shed his blood on the cross of Calvary because of you. Why not say Jesus? I come to you today. I submit and I surrender to you. Wash me with your precious blood. Forgive me my past sin. Write my name in the book of life. Give me a new heart. Give me a new spirit. Make me your shine. Open your mouth and tell your life to Jesus. And tell him to write your name in the book of life. Go ahead and tell him now in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, with mouth you believe, and with mouth you confess, with your heart you believe. Yea, tell Jesus, I believe, and with my mouth I confess you as my Lord and Savior. Write my name in the book of life. And I want you to begin to pray this evening in the name of Jesus. The woman of God said, until you become a woman that is in tune, intimately connected with Jesus, intimately connected with Jesus, you cannot even hear him. There are things that are revealed in the secret place. There are things that are revealed in the place of prayer. I tell you, you can only take burden. There is no woman that becomes pregnant in the open. When we talk of conception, it's done in the closet. And so if you want to conceive your commission, you take it in the place of closet, in the prayer place, in your secret place with the Lord. And I know there are people under the sound of my voice tonight that there are things that is distracting you from hearing the voice of God. There are things that is taking your attention from God. Why not tell Jesus tonight and say, Jesus, every distraction, deal with them. Every distraction, remove them from me. Every distraction, everything that is blocking my ears, preventing me from hearing you, preventing me from signing up with the call of God in my life. Lord, deal with them, deal with them, deal with them. I open up myself to hear instruction. I open up myself to hear direction. I open up myself to hear you, oh God. Speak to me in a language that will understand it. Help me to be relevant in your affairs and in your program. Somebody lift up your voice and pray in the name of Jesus. Somebody lift up your voice and pray in the name of Jesus. The woman of God said, will you exceed without accomplishing purpose? Will you just leave the earth without fulfilling your ordination? Yesterday, mommy, I was telling us that mandate is it has to do with ordination. And I need you to know that there's an ordination you brought from heaven. And again, the word of the Lord is coming to us. Will you exceed the earth without fulfilling the reason why God released you to be on earth? Will you live without diffusing essence? Will you live without fulfilling and discovering your purpose? If you have not discovered your purpose, there's no how you can live it. Why not tell the Lord this night, Father, show me the purpose for my system. What is my call? What have you called me to do? Why am I here? Lord, show it to me. Some of us, mommy, I get on mommy say yesterday, you keep copying and paste. You you see Bumioni they doing this. Hey, you two, you want to do it. Everybody is showing case on, on social media. I agree that you two, you want. No, God of heaven, reveal to me my own customized mandate. Show me, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. And I need you to know, the woman of God told us that marriage is a work. And what is 
worth having is worth working for. You have to work your marriage. Your marriage must reflect Jesus. Your marriage must be married to your calling. You can't tell me because you are called and you can't raise your children. If you cannot raise your household, you are not even fit to be called. The sons of Eli, they were the ones that terminated the call and the ministry of their father. Why? Because they didn't represent Christ. You're going to open your mind, you will pray for your home today. You say, Jesus, I am a woman. I am a wise woman, a wise woman build her home. Give me grace to build my home so that it will align even to your mandate for my life in the name of Jesus. Let my marriage, oh God, be married to my calling in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your voice and pray. Oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, empower me, oh God, that my marriage, I will be able to work it out. Whatever be the challenges around me, notwithstanding, as I stay in your presence, you will grant me solution. I need you to know, people of God, whatever be the challenges in your own, if you can stay in love with God, the Lord will give you solution in the name of Jesus Christ. And somebody under the sound of my voice today, I'm praying for you, every home that has been troubled, every marriage that has been Every marriage that has been as that has been tormented by the devil, I ask in the name of Jesus, let the power of the Lord bring stability to homes under the sound of my voice tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ, every woman connected to this platform, I receive grace for you, wisdom for you to build your home. In the name of Jesus, Amen and Amen. Hallelujah. Woman of God, we celebrate grace in your life. We celebrate grace. This is awesome. This is awesome. <clears throat> We celebrate grace. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for honoring God. Thank you for being a blessing to us. Thank you. Thank you. You are a voice to the nations of the earth, and your voice will never be silenced. In the name of Jesus. How can we please applaud, 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 please? Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Glory to the name of the Lord. What a time we have had again tonight in his presence i tell you there's nobody that has been partaker of this meeting that our life will be the same again i'm persuaded of the ability of god we are living from here and enraged with the fire of the lord i want to thank everybody from different nations that have been on this platform delegate from u.s delegate from kenya from uganda from malawi from my beloved nation, Nigeria, from Republic of Benin, from Ivory Coast. Then I saw um, United Arab. I was so excited when I saw that nation represented on this platform. I need you to know that this gospel shall be preached to the end of the earth, and then the end will come. I'm excited. Hallelujah. We have on the platform the South Africa United Kingdom, United States, 11 nations represented here. I want to say thank you for being part of this meeting. We have just had the maiden edition of this meeting. I want you to remain with us on this platform. So much more will be happening with us here. God has called us to bring together the called women. And I know because you are called, that's why you are part of this maiden edition. And I can tell you that you are blessed. 
much more the Lord will be doing with us in the name of Jesus. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.